Welcome to Wisdom's Echo, this is Stephen McKee and today I want to talk about union with God or I like the way Madame Guion um, talks about it when she, in her book it says experiencing the depths of Jesus Christ and when I was younger I went to this um, church and there was an old man there and this old man was an amazing, amazing old man and he he said something to me one day that put me on a journey and he said there was three levels of walking with God and at the third level most people don't even know that it exists. Now I'm not talking about three levels of encountering different dimensions or the heavens or the courtrooms or councils. I'm talking about three levels of walking with God, friendship. And when this old man said this about three levels of walking with God it put me on a journey of what did he mean because he didn't actually even tell me all he did was just mention that and I I knew it was God sometimes you just know it's the Lord speaking because I've always wanted to really know the Lord as, as much as humanly possible on this earth like I want to ask that question how how much can we know God like now, not in the future, not one day when you die and go to heaven. How much can we know God now? And I've always desired to really know him. So he put me on this pursuit of discovery of what is these levels. And I'm not saying I've got the full revelation, but I definitely feel God in these past so many years since then has took me on a journey of discovery. And I began to learn actually through the tabernacle about three different levels like the first level was the outer courts second level was the holy place and the third level was the most holy place you could say the first level outer courts has been born again passover it's when you first experience christ and he forgives your sins and it's an amazing thing and you can stop there you can remain there you can live there the rest of your life but for some, there's another level and it's going a bit deeper and it's into the holy place. And for me, this is where preparation for union begins, really. And this is where sanctification takes place. This is the place of the fire. Like we think Pentecost or this second level, this holy place is just about the gifts and the gifts are part of it. But in the upper room, the fire, the flame was upon each of their heads. The heads speak of government, the government of their body, like a head of state is the government. So the flame, the fire, the sanctification is part of the second level. And then the third level, which is the most holy place. And this is really where we want to go. This is where we want to live. This is a place of union with God. And this is the place that I long for to live here. And it's not automatic. I know that we can read scriptures about we already maybe experienced or entered into union with Christ because of our salvation. But I believe there's a journey towards it because A.W. Tozer said, there's a difference between theological union and experiential union. And I think theologically you can read it and see that it's done. And, and I agree with that. But you can't tell me everybody's walking in this. Everybody's entered into this um, reality of union. Because it, it, for me, 
It's not the case. We've got to want it. We've got to desire it. Um, Philippians 3.8 says, What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord, for whose sake I have lost all things. I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ and be found in him. That's union. Not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which is thought, sorry, through faith in Christ. The righteousness that comes from God on the basis of faith. I want to know Christ. Yes, to know the power of his resurrection and participation in his sufferings. Becoming like him in his death. That's progressive. Paul didn't assume that he was walking in it. And then he says, and so somehow attaining to the resurrection from the dead. Somehow attaining. So we have been baptised into his death, but we have got to walk in it. We've got to desire it. We want it to be real in our lives. The first step, if you like, to union is the crucified life, is realising and believing and us entering into the reality of the death of Christ and the burial of Christ in our life. Philippians 3, 12 to 14 says, and this is Paul speaking, remember, he's already spoke about union. He, sp he speaks about union with God and how we've entered into that. But then he says this, not that I have already attained or I'm already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that which for, for which Christ has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press forward towards the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. Now Paul already had spoken about union. In fact, I'll read it, Romans 6, 3-5. It says, Or do you not know that all of us who have been baptised into Christ Jesus have been baptised into his death? Therefore we have been buried with him through the baptism into death, so that as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, so we too might walk in newness of life. For if we have become united with him in the likeness of his death, certainly we shall also be in the likeness of his resurrection. You see, this seems certain when you read this. This is like theological union. Like we agree with it. We can have a, a mental assent, an agreement with this um, scripture about union, how that we have been baptised into Christ. And if you just left it there, you would think we've got it already. I don't need to do nothing. But it's after that. In Philippians, that Paul says, not that I have already attained this, or I'm already perfected. In other words, he's not perfected yet. He's not attained everything he's spoken about yet. But I press on. We press in. We go after this until it becomes reality. That I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has also laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended. He says it again. But one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind me and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press towards this upward call of God in Christ Jesus. The upward call is to walk in the depth of Christ, to experience the depths of Jesus Christ, to experience a greater level of the reality of the union of Christ. Now we can stay at the outer courts being born again, but really if you want to walk in union with God, that third level, we can talk about it, we can read scripture about it, and I've been there where people are just quoting the scriptures about how we are already united 
And yes, theologically we are, but in reality we're not walking in it. And because we think we've got it already, we're already walking in it, sometimes we miss out on it. And sometimes we might not even know that it exists. But there's a level in God that is far beyond what most people walk in. And it is this place called union. It is this place called the most holy place where we live beyond that sacred veil, where we live in oneness with God, where your body, your soul, your spirit is so at one with the the spirit of God, with Christ, with the Father, that you're in union with his emotions, union with his mind, union with his will, that you become a conduit of his perfect will, where he can move through you unlimited, like unhindered. Why? Because there's no barriers. The gateways of our spirit, our soul, our body are not hindering Christ. You see, when we're born again at the very beginning, a seed of fullness is placed in us. The early church believed that the fullness was um, imputed into us. The seed was the fullness of Christ. But it's almost like Christ has to, if you like, um, be watered. That seed, if you like, has to grow. And it's almost like Christ can be imprisoned within us because we have maybe got hindrances still in our soul. The gateways of our soul, like our mind, our will, our emotions. And we're not walking in the fullness of it. So do you have the fullness? As maybe some people say, yes. Are you functioning in the fullness? No. We have to learn to water the seed by reading the word, meditating on the word, by worship, by getting in the spirit, by getting in his presence, by waiting on God, by praying in tongues, by the simple tools that God has given us. We've got a really hunger and thirst to walk in the full stature of Christ. You see, that's why the apostolic was given. They were there until there's a line in the sand where we shouldn't need them, where we go beyond the until into the full stature of Christ, into this place of the greatest intimacy anyone could ever have. I want to just read, this is a quote by, wait till I find it, if I can just find it. Um, Yes, this is Norman Grubb. He says, Jesus gave us the vine and the branches illustration. Through this, our eyes are open to the secret of the universe, union. The mystery of the universe, how two can become one and yet remain two. The living God, the living Christ, and I actually become one person and function as one person. Separation is impossible. It has disappeared. We function entirely and forever and naturally as one person and yet we remain two. This was the secret of some of the saints of old, union with God. This was the secret of people like Reese Hills, who I speak about a lot, who learned to be in this place of union, who learned to live beyond the sacred veil. And through that, God used them as channels of his will and channels of real intercession that turned back the the Nazis from invading the United Kingdom during the Second World War. Jesus 
I've already read that. Martin Lloyd-Jones says, We can therefore claim that what has happened to Christ has happened to us. He is the marvel and mystery of our salvation, and it is the most glorious thing that we can ever contemplate. The Son of God, the second person in the eternal Godhead, came down from heaven to earth. He took unto himself human nature. He joined human nature unto himself. He shared human nature, and as a result of his work, we human be- beings share his life and are in him and are participators in all the benefits that come from him. Now I remind you at the beginning, I must repeat it, that nothing less than that is Christianity. Nothing less than being one with Christ. Nothing less than union with God. Nothing less than being in this place of complete, um, completely dead to self. Completely crucified not just so that you remain crucified crucifixion is not the end death to self is not the end it's so that you can then be buried and then raised to new life you see the third level is the place of resurrection the third level is the place of union the third level is the place of complete and utter intimacy and reliance in god the third level is like the hundredfold rather than the thirtyfold or the sixtyfold the third level is a place in God that very, very few Christians even know exist. And we can do all sorts of stuff at the, um, the first level or the second level. We can walk in the gifts. We can function in the gifts. We can heal the sick. We can cast out demons even. We can prophesy. But you know, that is just gifts. And that does not mean you even know the Lord. And oftentimes I come across people who who can spout out all the information about anything you want to talk about to do with the Lord, to do with the the Bible, to do with the Hebrew letters, to do with the mystical realms of God or the realms in the heavens or the courts or the councils. But you can do all of that and still not know the Lord. I just want to encourage you to really begin to seek God for, for union. I've read a book called Experiencing the Depths of Jesus Christ and I recommend that book to anyone who's listening and I recommend that you go after the deeper things of God that you desire, first of all, to be dead to self but then that you might be resurrected into the newness of life into the place called union where you and God are one where it's not just theological union but it's experiential union. This is Stephen McKee and this is Wisdom's Echo.